So welcome to this first podcast of Take Care of Your Selfie. My name is Anouk and I founded Take Care of Your Selfie because I believe that we all need a little inspiration to put ourselves first before we take care of others. And today I'm talking with Gabriel Barbosa Fronza. Yeah, it's a mouthful, right? <laughs> <laughs> it Gabriel is. Gabriel Barbosa Fronza is how you say I'm Portuguese. Sorry about the accent. That's <laughs> <No>, nice. <laughs> um, Gabriel, could you introduce yourself? Um, and afterwards we will tell where, about which uh, subjects we're going to talk about. Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Gabriel or Gabriel. I am 27 years old and I'm from Brazil. I now live in Amsterdam and I am a video games artist. Since two weeks ago, I started my own company, uh, just a freelance studio. And yeah, I'm pretty excited for what uh, is ahead of me. So that's a little bit about me. Yeah. Thank you. Um, as I gave uh, a lot of workshops, I get a lot of questions and I hear people struggling with the facts about what is the purpose of my life and what's the thing that I really would like to do. Could you share something about your purpose in life and your way of looking uh, about this whole thing of having a purpose? The way I see it, because since I was a kid I felt in my heart that what I wanted to do was to work with art. So I never fully understood how it would be to, to not know what to do. Therefore, I always strived towards the direction I wanted to go. I had the vision in my head of where I wanted to be, and it just became a reality. Every action I took was taken with knowledge that it was in the right direction, because it was just a calling in my in my, my heart, it wasn't this thing that I thought, oh, people are going to like me more if I pursue such a thing or I'm going to make a bunch of money. No, it was really uh, doing something that gave me joy. Yes. So that's how I, yeah, I, I found my purpose in some ways. It's, it grew, of course. It's not, when I was a kid, I didn't know exactly how to apply that, but yeah. So you always made choices out of that feeling that came from the heart, that that was the thing that you wanted to do? If it's, um, if it's a choice like what career I'm going to make, mm -hmm. I'm going to pursue, or um, relationships, yes, I do use my intuition in some ways. But yeah, I also do my best to have a clear mind and be very rational. After all, like we spoke before, I, you start a relationship and you see the signs that it could not work, but you ignore them. You have certain biases, you have certain beliefs that are simply wrong. And um, yeah, so you need to be rational. You need to put things on paper. You got to strategize your life like a project. And that's my approach to some decisions, not all of them. Other decisions, I really just feel in my body hey, is this for me or is this uh, me trying to avoid not being afraid or me trying to avoid not feeling pain? Uh, most, many people move or they, they got, for example, they are stuck in their careers because they are afraid of starting something new and failing. 
They're afraid of risk. They're afraid of um, looking bad in the eyes of others. So, yeah, I, this, this fear of missing out, this fear of loss, it has never affected me until quite recently, to be honest. What happened? So, <laughs> I, in my career, it's, it's a very difficult thing to enter in video games, to do art for video games. It's very competitive and since I knew what I wanted to do, I worked my ass off and I got it. I uh, won a competition which uh, the prize was a job and I worked in, in the industry for four years now. But the last three years I was in a company doing a, yeah, a pretty stable job. The company moved to Canada and they invited me to come with them. I wasn't too happy about going to Canada because I don't like the code so much. Mm -hmm. And I had two choices. Either I go or I stay where I love. I love living here in Amsterdam, but I would have the I would have to face the fear of being unemployed, the fear of um, having to follow my dreams. In, in a way, it's, it's weird, but you, you eventually become afraid of taking that initiative of one. I always thought I want to have my own business, but I, I projected that into the future. But we can do that shit today. Hmm. Like today is the day to take action. And of course, it's good to be prepared, you know, to work on your dreams every day a little bit. But sometimes you just got to jump into it. And I decided to do that was I did feel in my in, in my mind the fear. But the moment I said, I'm not going, I'm staying, I felt this surge of energy passing through my body saying, yes, you're following your path again, man. Your purpose is on the way, finally. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's nice. So for people that are now currently in a job and they're also dreaming about to start something for themselves and maybe your dream is a little bit like or your purpose is more clear already. I think also a lot of people are still looking for it. Yes. How do you think that people could find um, that purpose and then afterwards like to start taking action because it takes action to make changes and to start following your purpose what's your vision on that I think my purpose became quite clear once I started to fully understand who I am and that came from uh, a lot of self-assessment a lot of um, constantly observing my, my daily life, my activities, the things that I'm enthusiastic about, the things that I'm passionate about. It's not like your purpose is a, is a solid thing you write on the wall and it's written there forever. It changes, of course. Um, so the, for the people who are stuck in a, in a job and they don't know what to do, but they are definitely unhappy there, um, I would... I would suggest to take some time off and get to know yourself a little bit better. Find out what you're enthusiastic about. Ask yourself some questions. What do you like? What, what are you good at? What are your strengths? Are you a person who is really communicative? Are you a person who is quite uh, driven? Find out what's your strength. Ask your friends, ask your family. 
um, put it on paper and, and visualize them, I think I could actually work in a completely different career. It's 2019, we don't have to follow that strict career path that our great, our parents did. <laughs> it's much more uh, recent than I thought, yeah. So there is some of that. I, I really feel good with journaling, actually. Uh, observing, I actually, I use an app right now. It's called Dalio. It's a mood journal. And every day I, I set a mood on how I felt. I, I write this after the day is over. And I choose a mood and I, just, I write what happened in that day. But I, I go a little bit in detail on why I felt the way I felt. And I really think that, uh, I think Aristotle said, uh, an unexamined life is not worth living. So if you're not even observing the things that work for you, the things that don't, you don't see the patterns of things that make you unhappy, or every day you get to work and your boss says something and you, you don't say it, you don't, yeah, you just accept that. Then, yeah, your, your life becomes meaningless, in my, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So purpose is a form of finding meaning. Yeah, it's, and it's usually bigger than yourself. Yeah, and I also think that we need to know as well that it takes a lot of, it can take a lot of time as well to find the purpose or knowing what you actually want. And it's sometimes you just get what you don't really want to get, but you get it anyways, because you will be pushed in a direction to go towards that goal and go towards that purpose that you're actually looking for. Um, and that's, how we, I think we kind of fight against it. And I'm just saying this because I was in finance and when I'm thinking back, I, I always knew that I wanted to help people. I really loved it. Mm. So I became a manager and not just like by being a manager, but I love to help people and to coach people in the job. And I remember that uh, after a few years, I was talking to a former manager of mine and he made like a really big career. So I was just looking up to him and I was like, yeah, I can ask him uh, his advice. And then I said like, yeah, I'm thinking about changing jobs and to become a coach. And what he said was like, Anouk, that would be so stupid. That would be so ruining your career. No way. You are young and you're already a manager and you, will, you can make it to the top and become a CEO. And yeah. I felt just like I was overwhelmed with, what he said and I listened to him instead of going inwards and listening to myself because yeah. by the time I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. And so I listened and I stayed and I was really going like, well, if he thinks that I can become a CEO, I will become a CEO. <laughs> so that was my goal and I completely forgot uh, how I felt in that journey as well because I had, I've struggled like a lot. I, I, I had some problems within my teams and I took it also personal. Oh yeah. Um, and I remember those days that I really didn't want to go to work anymore, but I forced myself to do it because a good manager doesn't quit and doesn't stop and wouldn't say like, I can't handle it. I can't manage it yeah. <laughs> anymore. You know, yeah. a manager who can't manage. 
that's not a good manager yeah. that's not the ceo so i was just like pushing myself through and then in the end by making all those choices of becoming a ceo and i had kind of like a pretty goal because i wanted to change the culture within the financial sector because i believe it's it can be improved let's mm. say that right and that's what i really was aiming for but i completely forgot what made me happy where i'm really good at um and i think the first one is also really important like doing what you like and getting energy of the things that you do every single day if it takes energy every single day like you're working towards your death like i mean you're like a battery who's like literally draining you know it's like yeah you're leaving your body you're exchanging your freedom so you can buy freedom at the end of the tunnel yeah if they end if you make it to the end yeah if you right? do it right <laughs> and i kind of didn't make it to the end <laughs> well you uh you exit the tunnel i did and now you're on your own road i've got my own tunnel yeah <laughs> i got a new i found a new tunnel <laughs> well i would say that you're more uh, outside on the road yeah. maybe free free yeah like going yeah following my heart because that there is yeah and I'm not sure if it's like a tunnel which goes straight forward. It's going, trying to go left and see what's there. And if it's not the case, you go back and you go to the right afterwards. And I, I think there are many different directions you can take. And sometimes you don't know, fuck, should I go straight? Should I go right? Here is a crossroad. But you gotta, you gotta nudge it a little bit. Um, yeah, so the way I see it is when you, you engage into doing what is in your heart let's say your mind will do its best to come up with reasons why this is a bad idea i know <laughs> yeah there will be people doing the job of your mind if your mind is not doing it like your manager yeah he will say that's an awful idea you know all it takes is just a little bit of encouragement for people to 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 shine and they never get it you know yeah and i think we need more of those kind of people who just encourage you and and i also think that it's so important to know that they talk from their point of view from their world from what they would do in that situation and if you talk to someone who's super afraid of not having the security uh, of having a job and a contract and a fixed salary yeah that's their um that they are scared, they would be scared in this situation of starting your own company and yeah. having insecurity and not knowing when and how much money there is coming. Yeah, it's like, because the moment you, you start writing a new story for yourself and taking that step towards uh, the darkness of not knowing where this will take, yeah, there is a part of you that misses that little uh, comfort you had. That little, that life that sucked, but at least was familiar. We prefer yeah. what we know that sucks than what we don't know that can be amazing. We rather stay with what sucks just because it's, it's there, you know? How can we change that? Yeah, we got to get used to making ourselves uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Getting comfortable by being uncomfortable. Yeah, or expanding the comfort zone. Um, and by that, I mean, finding, yeah, just 
For example, I used to be, I used to have social anxiety until I was 18. And what helped me was to, to do exactly what I was afraid of. And I didn't just jump into it by uh, giving a public speech to 500 people. Of course not. I started by approaching someone on the street and saying hello and kind of walking <laughs> away. You know, I mean, and running away. Yeah, it, it certainly made me feel more confident. Over time, we expanded the challenges and we did some funny stuff, me and my friends. But um, you, you will never, it will never be the right time to take action towards your dream because you will always feel afraid. And I think actually that there is nothing wrong with feeling afraid. I think fear, sadness, anger, they are not bad. I think they kind of point us towards, yeah, they can either, they can either be the end of a story, they can be uh, a and signpost. Like a door to a new story, right? Yeah. To a new adventure. Think about it. Everyone is afraid of something. Everyone is afraid of, of, of growing. You know, we, we have these success barriers inside of our mind that stop us from uh, achieving success. I mean, that's what it is, right? But um, once you finally are wealthy, let's say, you will have so many responsibilities. You have so much people to respond to. You will naturally be afraid of achieving that because it is the end of that easy life that you had. Hence why I think that um, it can feel extremely rewarding to start engaging into this process of uh, finding your purpose. Yeah. And I also think because we were talking about people that you're actually talking to, and I also think in that way it is important to talk to people who have the life that you are dreaming of. And not talking, like, I mean, you can talk to your friends, but maybe not ask for advice. You know, you're not asking for advice about money from someone who doesn't have any money. You should ask it from someone who's very wealthy. And have uh, role models. Yeah. Yeah. And like, what should this role model do in my case? Like, what decision should they make? Yeah. Yeah. I think... It do you have any role models in terms of finding your purpose? I'm straight away thinking of Jay Shetty. Do Jay you know? Shetty. Yeah. Never heard of him. <laughs> he, um, he became a monk and he started living uh, there and he learned so many things and now he's back into normal society. He in, went to Tibet or India. Yeah, I can't remember where it was. And now he's back living in London, I think, and just living into the real world with all the knowledge that he has from when he was living like a monk for all those years and meditating all day. And he's really like inspiring so many people and doing the things that he actually really loves. And what he does is sharing his knowledge and connecting people. And um, I think, also make people feel like that they're not alone in their struggles ah. because a lot of things are i think people can identify with the things that he's sharing and um and what he says in his videos and what he shares on 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 instagram and that's what i i really yeah really 
it really inspires me of what he does in that way. Yeah. The only and then and something of course he's like a role model maybe in that way because he's just sharing his um his the time that he spent there and his knowledge and his experience. And that's amazing that he can get a job out of that, right? Yeah. yeah. The thing that I dislike about it that is so many messages on Instagram and probably his people who do who does that for him, who do that for that for him. Yeah. I hope so. Because otherwise his message would be wrong. But now <laughs> I'm saying it, he probably has a huge team who does all the posts. <laughs> They're probably listening daily. to this as well. <laughs> I'm not sure if they are listening to this. <laughs> so uh, but and that makes me feel a little bit confused because it's so much being self-centered and I, I don't believe he says like many times don't be a lot on social media but you know take care of what you consume and not only by food but also what you consume during the day and by uh, the people you hang out with or social media what you check and what people do you follow yeah and do they inspire you or do are they just sharing selfies of them and you know i yeah. started on following a lot of people <laughs> don't take it personal if it's you but <laughs> if i see a selfie with no message i'm i don't know what yeah. to do with it yeah and it i yeah i don't know and if you're looking to pretty pictures like from hundreds of people it looks like everybody has these great lives with a lot of ups and no downs and we have a down day <laughs> yeah and you start comparing yourself with all these pretty images it doesn't do any good yeah i i i think there is a good way of using social media where you can learn more than just observe people's lives um that's how i use it actually i i mute almost everyone i follow and i follow them out of politeness actually <laughs> so uh differently from you i have happy friends <laughs> But don't hate me. Um, but you but yeah. muted them. So. I muted them. Now you know. <laughs> I um, yeah. I, I do like to open it, see some messages, see artwork of other people who I actually find it inspirational. So yeah, in a way, to once you find the thing that you like, um, you gotta surround yourself with influences that will affect every thought you make, every decision you make. Um, for me, for example, is when I hang out with people who are really positive, who are really driven, and they, are, they have a, mind, a mindset of growth, both in career, in, in every, activ every activity they take. That's the kind of people I want to have around. And yeah, it, it becomes a little bit complicated when you, you notice that you have a lot of influences dragging you down. Mm -hmm. Friends of yours that just want to drink on a Friday night. Friend of yours that, yeah, they talk, they talk you down. The moment that you say, I'm going to do something big, they feel envious. You understand? So um, there is this, um, I, I find it really important to, uh, to take life as a project and everything you do as, it has an influence on your goals what you eat, the quality of your sleep, uh, your morning routine, the little or even the first thoughts that come to your mind when you wake up. Is it thoughts of appreciation or is it thoughts of fuck, I have to do all these things. Oh my God, I have a problem, blah, blah, blah. 
you know, I'm a human being too, so I, I have those thoughts now and then, but I'm more and more aware of waking up. I even wrote on my phone, I have a habit tracker, uh, appreciate three things or create a vision of the day that you want to happen. Mm. All these little things, okay, they might not be directly related with your purpose, but it will make you feel good. And once you're feeling great, you're going to take decisions from a place of inspiration instead of desperation. Yeah. You're not going to follow your dream because you're just, you want to kill yourself <laughs> from your life. No, your life is just working out. You just are not in the right career. So, hey, I have all these ideas. You know, why, why can't I just start something? Yeah. And I really believe as well that it's in those little things, like as silly as a morning routine. But, you know, when I, I used to wake up with my phone next to me and I opened my phone with all these notifications and, and the things that I, I checked and those were the first, like, I woke up and I woke up with hundreds of people around me. Uh, and yeah. I mean, you don't want 100 people in your bedroom, right? No. And <laughs> Definitely not watching you waking up. <laughs> 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 and um and now i just like i stay as well like just like taking a breath right down in my journal journal for all the things that i'm grateful for what would my day actually make uh what would my day how would my perfect day look like in like three like a list of three mm. um like a little mantra of today i used a five minute journal which is really great yeah um, and also, I don't want to use my phone for the first hour after I woke up. Like, let me be with myself for some time before I'm going to interact with other people. Yeah, yeah. And I, I really believe that, like, those little things can change uh, many things. And that's about your mindset and also about becoming aware of your thoughts. Like, if you wake up, as you say, becoming aware of the thoughts you have, like... It doesn't matter if they're good or bad. It's like being aware of what you think because yeah. in that way you start doing it during the whole day. Yeah. And in the morning your mind is still fresh and in the afternoon it's not anymore so it's easier to not be aware of your thoughts by the end of the day. Yeah. But I think if you train it more because it's like a training. Yeah. Then you will be also start becoming aware of those thoughts by the end of the day and uh, it's good if they're bad thoughts, as long as you observe them and they can be there, but also knowing like, this is not the way that I want to spend the rest of my life with, yeah. with these kind of thoughts. So I think little things make big changes. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And after hearing you, I think I should uh, set my phone in airplane mode. So, uh, get yeah. an alarm clock. That's yeah. what I did. Because this was a big excuse. You know, I need my phone next to me because it's my alarm. Well, you, I mean, you've got like great alarm clocks. I just wake up with hearing some birds and the light, like, you know, <laughs> as if the sun is coming up. And then I open the curtains, like, shit, it's raining today. It's not, <laughs> it wasn't the sun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice. I have, it um, really is good. I have these LED panels on that I set to my alarm clock as well. <laughs> Yeah, so then I can wake up with like a blue light, which engages your body in a way that turns you on, turns you on to the day, <laughs> awakens you, yeah, not in a different way. <laughs> um, let's see. But with your phone then next to you or... Yeah, but I, I don't check my messages. I actually turn my notifications off. Yeah, so if I want I to... Too. 
-hmm. Yeah, it, in a way, it sucks for being notified, but if, I think that if someone needs to talk to me immediately, they can call me. Yeah, that's also what I think. Yeah, and if they don't, then they can wait when I'm, a, when I'm not in the middle of something. Yeah. Because like, I, really, I really try my best to enter into flow. And today, for example, I, when I spoke to you, I even arrived here a bit late, like 15 minutes late, because I just lost myself into my work. When I was working today, I just did art after art. And when I see them, it's about time to leave, but I didn't feel like time passed. Mm. I loved every second of it. I didn't feel like I needed to play a video in the background. I didn't feel like I needed to, to open my phone and see what's, what's hot out there. I just wanted to be immersed in the activity. It wasn't easy and it wasn't hard. It was just the right amount of challenge. And um, yeah, it was an, a nice activity for me to do. So um, engaging in flow is something that requires full-on attention. And when your phone is bu buzzing next to you, it's really easy to, to have that trigger move your arm and grab it mm. click and open and see what's up it really takes some fucking mindfulness yeah it does yeah but i think that the, tr the trick maybe as well as there was what i read today or what i heard about audible in my book um like noticing that you want to take your phone and open your instagram or your facebook yeah but ignore it and just put your phone away yeah and just keep on doing it's a training as well but it is just like an obsession or we're just like used of doing it yeah. when my phone is in my hand i check all my apps it's an addiction it's not because i want it it's because my just finger just goes to it or something yeah and and this is this goes back to being finding your purpose because when you're not in your purpose and you take some time for yourself and you're not doing anything you feel the pain. Mm. Yeah, you feel a, a good you one. feel an emptiness inside of you, and here is where addiction comes in. It can be in the form of chocolate, can be in the form of eating a lot, it can be in the form of sex, drugs, or even, yeah, feeling lonely when you are alone for twenty minutes and having that urge to reach out to your friends and hang out. No, feel that urge, that that what you just said you know uh, you you have that um, craving inside of you just feel it and give it all your attention to it don't try to avoid it don't try to resist it but just embrace the feeling i mean this is simply mindfulness right you yeah. you embrace the emotion and it disappears when you resist it it persists yeah yeah the, I like this, uh, I think it was a quote from uh, The Power of Now or A New Earth, it's from Eckhart Tolle, a, yeah. a book I really like. It's, the ego says no to the negative and to the positive. So when something happens, your ego, your mind will say, ah, there's something wrong with this. It's not nice. Oh, someone else has a nicer one. And when some, some bad feeling comes to you or something bad happens, right away your mind is like, oh my God, how is my life going to be? I can't change. Uh, I suck. You know, all those beliefs in your head just growing and growing. And your spirit, that essence, the, the consciousness you have inside of you, which is 
amazing. It says yes to the positive and to the negative. Something amazing happens. Just jump into it. Mm. You know, dive more into it. Yeah. Grow. And if something bad happens, it accepts, it embraces it, it surrenders. And then it disappears. Yeah. I totally agree. That was what happened um, when I got the burnout. I was fighting against it so badly because I didn't want to have it. It felt like failing and I really thought I was strong enough because I, I believed that only weak people would get a burnout. Um, and I was just like fighting against it. And then after a few months, I just was like, okay, the fighting against it is not working. Yeah. Maybe I should accept it. Accepting for the, the, all the decisions I made, for all the mistakes that I made, um, for the fact of being so such a perfectionist and always wanting to do the right thing. Mm. Uh, according to my mind and not being aware of like what my ego and my 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 thoughts were telling me the whole day and from that moment it completely changed that's when i started to recover wow did it take you long to recover yeah but i think and it took me six months to to be aware of this as well no way and from that point, I started working again and like really slowly and like as a volunteer and as a, as a trainee for an artist, you know, I did no way. really amazing things um, because at the beginning, I believed that I could never, ever work again. Um, wow. It's like was... you became a broken toy or something. <laughs> broken toy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was. <laughs> Um, and then after six months, I started to believe that it could also be different and that there are also other ways of working instead of the way that I knew, because I only knew one way. Mm. I only knew the way, like as my last employer, that it was screaming and giving you a lot of things to do. And if you say no, you can, you get it anyways. And then I, I started to work for this artist and I got a hug when I walked into the gallery, you know, I was mm. like, ah, this is a new way of working, but yeah. it exists. Yeah. And then I started to work for the present movement and we help out refugees. So I kind of found also that purpose of helping other people, you know, and something by, beyond yourself. Yeah. And it was not focused about me anymore. And what I really learned was that you need to take care of yourself first to take care of others, but you need to do it helping other people's people and by that you help yourself again because it gives you that purpose for being yeah. for for you know for being here that it's not only about you it's about us and um about caring and yeah. to show love and it's amazing all the things that start happening once you start doing it yeah you know just helping like i watched a movie the gift from wayne dyer a few weeks ago and i was in a library and I felt so much love and empathy for everybody in the yeah. room. And then this old grandpa walked in and he want, I saw him that he wanted to order a coffee, but he had so much struggles to get up his seat. Oh, really? So I walked to him and I was like, do you need my hand to stand up? And he was just like, looked at me, he was like, yeah, thank you. And I was like, <laughs> sure, no worries. And I went back to my seat, he got his coffee. And then afterwards, someone came to me and he said like, this is the most beautiful thing that you could ever done. And I saw him later being helping someone else as well. You oh, know? that's it's, nice. And that's love. That's like where it's all about. Yeah. Kind of unconditional. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 
it's hard, I would say, for some people to just turn that voice inside of their head. No, but what about me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah. So how would they take the initiative? How to take the initiative? Yeah, if you're coming from a place where everyone is, which is, yeah, I work for myself. I make money for myself. And, and then in my free time, I enjoy my free time. <laughs> What could be said to them to engage in, let's say, philanthropy? <laughs> you know, what would be a good motivation? I think that we all kind of wait for someone else to start doing it. And when one person is doing it and it feels like kind of a gay, it, it's, it's scary to be the first because you don't know if anybody will join. Mm. And I'm just talking about it like in the, in the office where I used to work. Nobody really did it. Everybody worked for himself. Mm -hmm. It was all about the ego. Selfish. It was not about love. It yeah. was not about we're doing it together, like you say it. But in the yeah. end, it's all about the money you get, you so know? And how was the energy in the room? <sighs> If I think about it now, it gives me like pain in my stomach. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So I think just be inspired do all the things that you feel like you need to do in order to master your mind, to give love to yourself first as well, because I think maybe that's the whole thing. If we can't give love to ourselves, if we look in the mirror and we say bad stuff to ourselves, what can we give others? Yeah. You know, there's nothing to give if, you know, if we can't even give it to right. ourselves. If, uh, if our self-esteem is conditional on circumstances, then it will forever be, you're always going to be a leaf in the wind, being blown around, you're not really driving your life. If you don't love yourself, you can't trust yourself. You can't take the decisions that lead you forward because you're afraid. Everything you do, you'll be one step behind. And if you want to, yeah, if you want to, your purpose requires that you go 100% into it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And believing in yourself, trusting yourself, yeah. trusting your intuition and for the decisions that you make, whether people agree to it or not, whether people have a huge opinion about it or not. It's just like, like taking action. Yeah. So if someone is listening to us right now who doesn't, who looks himself or herself in the mirror and they feel, I don't trust myself or I don't have it. I d I'm not good enough for this. What could we say to them that could encourage a little bit? After all, we don't know them, so, <laughs> and we're just giving words. I think that someone's presence can be much more uh, inspirational than just words, but this is what we can do through this medium. What, what would be a few words you could give? I think it starts with becoming aware of what you think. Because I think that's our biggest problem, that we are not aware of that voice in our heads mm. that keeps on telling us all these bad things. Mm -hmm. And if you become aware, you sh should start like saying it out loud, maybe like, hey, I can trust myself. I think, I hope if you speak it out loud, that it sounds a bit 
like why do i think that that i can't trust myself if i can't trust myself who can i trust yeah right yeah it it, it makes it even a bit comical can you imagine actually yeah. re repeating those words but with a stupid voice yeah i mean like what <laughs> you're not good enough you know yeah. like a, a bad boss or or your grandma that uh, i don't know she sees you playing video games or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know, it should sound like funny or even like, oh my God, what the hell am I telling myself? Yeah. And I think from the moment that you start realizing it, what you say to yourself is so, so like, how I say it, it's like, so it's like a big punishment for yourself. Yeah. Like, why would you talk to yourself like that? You would never like be that? friends with someone who talks to you the same way Definitely. that you talk to yourself. Yeah. There's also like something I, we are so kind and supportive and sweet to our friends. Like, imagine your friend would be in the same situation as you. What would you tell your friend? You know, like, hey, but you can trust yourself. Guys, Bobby just joined the podcast, yeah, the dog. He's on my lap here. <laughs> oh. And um, mm. yeah, I think it all starts with you because, you know, if the way that you love yourself is also the way that you teach others to love you. And also about trusting yourself, it also says also something about how you, other people can trust you. Yeah. So I think it's becoming aware, saying it out loud and hear the like the craziness of it. And, don't, and then at that point you can st start turning it into yeah. something beautiful. Yeah. And that's something you could maybe hang on your mirror and be, rem be reminded of it every time. And just, you know, your unconsciousness will start like taking notice of it yes, because yeah. you're reading it the whole time. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm awesome. I can trust myself. I yeah. can trust my, uh, my intuition. I'm strong. I'm powerful, you know, yeah. like and I, empowering words. What I like about this is, it's not that, you know, for example, what I don't like about the movie or the book, The Secret, is that it's teaching the law of attraction in a way that is really like, how to fulfill your cravings, your needs, your desires. And you just say, say to yourself what you want and then it will come to you. But mm. when you do that, you are, you're showing to yourself a certain lack. Yeah. Right? Mm. But when you're, when you're telling yourself, I am awesome, coming from a place of actually just a visualization, just visualizing it, you're not doing it and, ex and, ex and, and thinking, but I'm not. You're just saying it, mm. you know, no thoughts connected to it, no ego behind it. Just look at it, imagine, visualize it and move on. If I you... also think to add something, if I can, mm. to feel the emotions that would come with it as well. So act as if you already are. Yeah. yeah. And feel those emotions that will make you, you know, imagine that you start making, that you make the decision to start your company. Yeah. How the hell would you feel? Like, wouldn't you feel awesome to tell your colleagues, guys, I'm gone, I'm going to start my own business. Yeah. You know, you know yeah. that, that empowering, that freedom, that that you can feel and I really think just also like adding to what you said like just focusing on those emotions yeah yeah um, I was just agreeing with you that if you were to read this mind this 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 frame every morning about these are my new beliefs 
I, you don't need to be a millionaire to think like a millionaire. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be, yeah, you don't need to have a mass, a supercar or the, 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 the relationship that you want to have to feel like you already do. Because in the end of the day, I truly believe that you are love already. You don't need anything to give you that feeling that you're mm -hmm. probably missing. You know, I, for example, I always felt uh, insecure and I always felt like I, um, I, um, I needed someone to give me approval, to feel satisfied or I feel love. But in the end, what I learned is, no, I have to give that to myself. Mm -hmm. And I became a person who now has the power, who sits in the driver's seat of a car, you know, not in the passenger or in the back of the car. Yeah. So I already felt, I, I came from a place of not feeling love to myself as well. And yeah, it, it, it really started to change when I started to observe um, the voices in my head and started to change them. How so did you change them? I started meditating actually a lot, uh, about 15 to 30 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. Uh, reading books on the subject of personal development, uh, answering to questions that would, um, yeah, that would have, to, would put, make myself face my insecurities, face or face my belief system. Mm -hmm. What do I believe about myself? What do I believe about the world? What's my relationship with money? What's the relationship I have with my parents, with uh, my career? Mm -hmm. What do I believe about everything? And it's kind of scientific approach, but yeah, it, it certainly makes me decide clearly where to go. Mm. So that's it about me. Nice. Yeah. I think this is it for today. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> I liked it too. Yeah. Well, I like all of the conversations with you. So. Oh, thanks. I like it too. Great. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, give us feedback. And uh, maybe inspiration about a new subject that we could talk about. I think that would be amazing. That would be awesome. And stay tuned for the next one. Cheers. <laughs>